Welcome to Central Queensland Region's Leading and Learning Podcast. These are informal conversations between leaders about educational issues and initiatives. We share them to inspire and inform you so that you may have a greater influence through your instructional leadership. respect and honour Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Elders past and present. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander educators listening. I recognise the stories, traditions and living cultures of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples on this land and commit to building a brighter future together. Hi, I'm Trudy Graham, your host for the show. I'm an Assistant Regional Director in Central Queensland based in Rockhampton and Ange Collins Welcome back to the podcast. Ange, of course, needs no introduction. Assistant Regional Director based in Emerald. Mm-hmm. Look, and thanks, Trudy, because really I didn't expect to get a call up again after um, our last exciting instalment in, in 2020. So I'm, I'm very pleased to be back. And I'm right now just going to hang on to my hat because this could be just <laughs> a little bit crazy. It could, it could. But then again, we could shock everyone and be very serious today. Yeah, right. Mm. So, Ange, as you mentioned, 2020, we did the 20 highlights. Mm -hmm. We didn't do this last year, but here we are, 2022, 22 memories. Yes. And look, I think if if we really want to start at the very beginning, I think the first highlight was, what about the fact that short skirts were back in? Well, it has been a fashion statement for the year, yeah. hasn't it? The, the regional director's address to the nation started with a miniskirt, you know. And recorded for... For a lifetime. In an animation. Mm. Magnificent. Although I think Lisa Neaton has now... Uh, Lengthened her skirt. Yes. Appropriately. In, in proportion to her height. Yes, yes. But no, that certainly did cause a stir. I mean, it was launched at Christmas of 2021, but it, she appeared in numerous um, iterations throughout the year. So, you know, that was a that was a, a really good start, I think. Something I think we should remember forever. Mm. 2022, the year yeah. of the mini. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, if we go back, right back to the beginning of the year, what about COVID? Well. <laughs> what about COVID? Yeah, what about it? And who would have thought that it would be the year that it was? Yeah. And here we are now at the end of the year and we're in the same Same situation situation that we were at the beginning of of 2022. We've all all been working together today as a a leadership team and we can hear the rate of cases again. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But, but, um, you know, while we're on the theme of COVID, and I'm going to use the word unprecedented, unprecedented delayed start to the school year. Who would ever have thought we would be in that position? Ever. Yeah. Unprecedented. Hmm. Yeah. And that's probably our number three yes. memory from the year. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, we're keeping count, but we couldn't keep count of which week we're in. 
there was a little bit of confusion. Yeah, when there we... was. Is it week one? Is it week two? Is it week three? Or is it really week one of week eight? Or is it the third week of ten? Who knows? Like, I, I was confused, completely confused for the whole time. I was just so glad when we got to term two and we could start again. And start from one. Yes. Yes. So that made it a little bit easier. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. where will we go to with our fourth memory from, from the year, Ange? Oh, look, I, I just think that, you know, we are never, I think I'm just going to stick with the COVID theme for a minute. Are we ever going to change the vernacular of you're on mute? It, it just hangs around, it keeps coming back. And even despite our best um, monitoring of our microphones, I mean, how many times did you get caught this year? Could not count that no, one. No, no. Two for me. Per week. <laughs> <laughs> at the very least, at the very least. Yeah. I don't um, know about you, Ange, but I was often muting myself to <laughs> disguise my sneezing. Yeah. <laughs> sneezing, coughing, or the, um, I've been on Teams meeting now for eight hours and someone launches in with a coffee and... And helps us reactivate, keep going for the next for the next hour or two while we sat on teams meetings. But you know, who would have thought, even in twenty twenty, how much that has become part of our day to day work? Yeah, like it's really quite. It's been a, a huge shift in the way we do business. Yeah, yeah. Number five on our list, Ange, and I, I loved your prep for this episode. Yes. You did a little bit of Google searching, didn't I, you? I did. I love Google searching. And what I Googled was hot topics for discussion in 2022. And believe it or not, the number one topic that speakers have been asked to present on is leading through change and uncertainty. So there you go. That was my whole prep for our podcast today is something very valuable like that. But there is probably not any one of us that haven't had some sort of um, impact had to be flexible had to change had had that uncertainty and i know principles for example um with the rate of um of illness as it progressed through the year there was uncertainty sometimes from hour to hour let alone absolutely let alone day to day so now and i've just realized too um if at any point we find ourselves not in our current roles We've actually got a career move to join the speaker's circuit and we could talk yeah, leading through change and uncertainty and just use this I, podcast as a portfolio yeah, of Yeah, but I'm actually thinking that I might have to pay to be the speaker. <laughs> but oh well, you know, we get that. But if we're talking, if, if we, you know, I think very soon we need to just park um, COVID and move on. But let's actually pay a little bit of, of thanks to our rapid response teams that have helped us um, out in some very tight situations with staffing this year. Like a shout out to all of those staff that have gone, we'll give CQ a crack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and kudos too to those that came to give CQ a crack and said they love it. And, and they're, they're going to stay. stay. <laughs> yes, yes, we've got a few of those too. So that's, that's just, that's great that, um, that we've had the opportunity to have staff come in times when it's been really tight and some schools under really significant pressure to have teaching and learning happening with children and students every day so that's been really good i'm going to do a shout out to our pttt's yeah how fabulous are they yeah 
big investment from our core and our TLCs as well yeah, in absolutely. terms of prepping our early career teachers, but PTTs across our region and stepping into the space and supporting us. Yeah. Yeah. Credit to them as well. And and I mean, while we're, while we're talking PTTs, what about a shout out to our new, well, they're not new anymore, they're, they're 39 weeks used, our beginning principals who if they haven't just completed their first year of principalship, um, they're just about to, and and have ridden the highs and lows of what has been 2022, and and all credit to them. Yeah. Like if we think back to our first years as as a principal, very different challenges than than our our principals have faced uh, this year. Yeah. So. And you're you're talking about principals that are brand new to the principalship. Yeah, absolutely. But also let's recognise those that are new to CQ yes. region this year <laughs> and they also now have thirty nine weeks under their belt. Absolutely. Or some number thereabouts if they came during the year. So yeah. great to have them working with us and hope too that they're here for the long run. Yeah. And you know, like if we think about opportunities for beginning principals, you know, we had the the walk on country, which was something that that was trialled for the first time, really this year. So that was a, an experience for some of our brand new principals to areas, but also to to the principalship, and a, a really great opportunity to connect with country. Um, and I don't know about yourself, but I've heard really positive feedback and commentary um, as a result of that opportunity. Yeah, and that's number eight on our list of memories from this year, engine. The Gladstone walk-on country was particularly well-received and um, a real mark in time and progress in that community. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, let's talk number nine, which is closely linked. Yeah. Konomi. What an incredible experience. Not that I was part of the personal experience, but what a celebration for the traditional custodians and, and owners of of Konomi, the renaming, and I don't really think there needs to be words, but what a significant step um, for us as a as a region and educational um, facility, but also for the for the First Nations people that hold that land so dear. Yeah, and that's the Wapabara people, mm. and really important and significant point in time for them, mm. and for us as educators who walk alongside them. Yep. And a shout out to the team the Konomi Environmental Ed Centre and the work they do with the, the Wapabara people. They're mm. really strong partnership there. So it's it's amazing how that has happened this year. Yeah. And and hey, let's talk amazing. Let's let's just take a moment to um, reflect on the significant um, community and school support for our beautiful Billawila family who through um, time and through persistence of the Billow Wheeler community are now back residing in the community of Billow and those those children and, and young people are back in our schools and in our communities and that's just testament to the work of and the persistence of a community in support of families. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a nice thing. That's a nice thing to celebrate. But if we if we want to start sledging a bit, like do we do we actually I don't think we need to name and shame, but but did you hear about the ARD and, and principal who were in a vehicle in the middle of a storm and said Govy Car might have now been written off? Yes, yes. I'd like to know what the discussion was at the peak of that storm happening in that car. 
Yeah, because it was a hailstorm. Yes. Major hail damage. Yes. Yeah. 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 I wonder what was going on in that car at that time. Are we naming and shaming? I don't know. Do you think we should? Well, like, okay, for the purposes of this conversation, let's call them Peter and Kurt. That'd like be Peter Tanzer and Kurt Goodwin. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's, keep, let's keep those names under wraps. But if we were going to name them as anything... I wonder what I wonder. I'd love to have been a fly on the wall of that conversation, or not. All calm, all collected. I imagine through the middle of the hailstorm. <laughs> uh, and what about you know? Like I think, and if we're talking cars, I think our next memory or our next highlight of the year is the price of fuel. Yeah, number twelve on the list. Wow! Can you like you imagine? You imagine um, how much, look, let, let's just look at a regional budget here and think of the time that our staff, our regional staff spend in vehicle. Can you just imagine the pro- the increase in, in fuel prices and what that's, that's meant for delivering service to schools? That's unbelievable. Let alone my anger every time I take my own car to the, to the, um, the fuel depot. Yeah, it does hit you in the pocket. Oh, doesn't sure. it what? Yeah. Doesn't it what? But look, I am going to, I am cranky about, about the fuel, but there is one little joy as the years have gone. Look, 2020, I was devastated with the death of the buffet. Right? <laughs> COVID just ruined buffet eating joy. Like, sizzler. Like, was there any better restaurant? You know, we talk about business as usual or, or post-COVID normal. I knew we were getting there when the buffet came back. Like, it brings me joy. <laughs> Come on. you Surely you've had a good buffet experience. Okay. Well, I'll go there. Yeah, go. The biggest buffet in the state, the State Principals Conference. Very true. And we Buffets had one, everywhere. We had one this, this year yes. and it was a remarkable conference. Yeah. Um, so talked about, not actually because of the buffet. No, no. Let's let's actually talk about the, the state principals conference, and that would be our number fourteen highlight. It, it it's was. true. It, it was it was cutting edge because it was vastly different to any other state principals conference we've had before. Yeah, and I think two of the pieces that lots of principals have talked about were the business mm-hmm. day. Yes of course, um, and how pleased they were to be consulted and our department's future direction. And the other piece that was... A strike of genius, I think. Well, note for future planning is that we all sat at the Showcase Awards. Yes. Which doesn't happen usually. No. So I think the flag has been raised. It's time CQ gets on the map. Same, had the same thoughts. Yes. And I think there are a lot of principals that are thinking that too. And look, you know, unashamedly, I'm going to say there are some really high quality teaching and learning leadership demonstrated right across this region that that deserves to be celebrated and acknowledged. Yeah. So it's time that we go through the process of of showcasing, huh, showcase awards, but showcasing the quality work that that happens in in the region. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Have to agree. Yeah. Well, look, that just leads us really beautifully into 
number 15 on our list. Not that it's in order of no, importance, no. but just in terms of our conversation. The launch of Equity and Excellence. Mm. And of course, we heard about that this year, launched at our conference by the minister and followed up by the DG and but, going but, to chart our future. Yeah, but even the... Um, look, I just, I just think it was so great to have the opportunity to sit and listen to the minister and to the Director General launch equity and excellence and then have prioritised a half day to, to further explore it and to have opportunity for input. Like it, it really, we really are charting our future direction. So it's great. It, it was such a good opportunity. If any one of our principals says, I don't feel like I've got my fingerprints on it, there was multiple opportunities to have input and to have fingerprints on our future direction. Yeah, so, yeah. we'd have to agree. Yeah. And with that number 16 on the list, and it goes hand in glove with equity and excellence, is the organisation restructure. Like mm. it's been a significant piece of work for our department this year. Yeah. Lots of work, lots of consultation, and again, setting us up for the future. So, you know, we have to put that on the list as a memory yeah, for this absolutely. year. Absolutely. That, that whole importance placed on alignment, and of course, with a new strategy comes comes a realignment and and I think you know from from what I've experienced so far highly consultative um, and the opportunities to do it with integrity and with dignity as well and I'm sure there's more to come watch this space we've run throughout the year the lead learning days and the middle leader learning days and I think if if there is anything that we can take away from that um, or a lot we can take away from that was the positive feedback that our leaders from all parts of the region provided. Like we, we certainly set it up that there was feedback opportunities and we asked for feedback every single time and the feedback was overwhelmingly supportive and I think for the opportunity that we've had principal voice in the co-construction of it, I feel like we've got a, a real rhythm to how lead learning and middle leader learning days. Um, to quote Kat, she she loves she loves to talk about good rhythm. So I imagine she's probably a fantastic dancer. Do you think? <laughs> she she does like the rhythm. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I so I think that's a real highlight and a celebration that as we morph this and as we continue to focus on it, it becomes really aligned with what we're focused on. Yeah. And Angie, the other one that's um, got some rhythm to it is our URCQR work, and that's yeah. with the regional team mm -hmm. and building unity and consistency across the team. So that all kind of yeah. goes together. And that's been new this year, each term. So significant mm -hmm. piece of work right there. Yeah. Righto, where are we going to next for number well, 18, Angie? Oh, look, I'm just thinking we, we need to, you know, two, again, two years ago we sat here and I'm just going to say three words. Trump is back. Back in the news again. That is... That's all I need to say. Did he actually leave the news? Well, did, didn't, did he not get banned off Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. I believe he So did. he's back on Twitter. So he's back. In the, he's back. Okay. We'll leave that there. Yeah, we will leave that Let's there. Let's go to Other World Matters, the state of sport, Ange, and I'm just going to oh, hand it over to you right look, now for I, the monologue. Look. So 
let's just let's just take this week alone. So many people hung with they were gripped to the television to watch the Socceroos in a do or die with Denmark and won. Get through to the 16 and then unfortunately get knocked out by Argentina in a 2-1. And look, that's great for the Socceroos. It's great for Australian sport. And then let me just talk about my joy the Australian cricket team right now. I'm just going to call it the summer of Lombardy. That's it. The man is a machine. Not only did he score 300 plus runs in the first test against the Windies, he's now also become more than a spin bowler. He also bowled two overs of medium pace. Trudy, you're looking at me blankly, but I don't think you understand the joy of this. Actually, you're looking at me a little bit like I imagine <laughs> Mal Meninga is looking on the sidelines as he's wondering why his team, rugby league team, won the World Cup and <laughs> everyone's celebrating the fact that the soccer team didn't even come close, but it doesn't matter. Like, this is just great. Sport is here. Sport is to say, summer is sport. Gotta love it. Hmm. I thought you'd, I, I knew you'd love to hear about sport. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, as you can see, I don't have anything to no. contribute no. on that topic, no. and hence why I handed it over to you. Yeah, thanks for that. So, and so, yes, and we are launching into summer and our summer break, which is why this particular episode is a little more lighthearted as we look back mm -hmm. on the mm. year that was. But if I can just pause for a moment, because sure. it, it, it is this week, 12 months ago, that as a leadership team here, we started our very first planning with Linda Graham with our QUT Action Research Project. So we sat in this very building and mapped out what it is that we wanted with capability development. And it just dawned on me that it's 12 months ago, probably almost to the day. So right. we've had that association with QUT for the year, which a, a number of our principals have been involved in. Um, and certainly there's an appetite for more, which is great, which, which takes us one step closer to where we would, what our preferred future is. Yeah. yeah and for all of our kids. A whole lot of the state schooling team as well involved in the action research project around inclusive education yeah. and the program of learning and did the pre and post surveys and we look forward to what the research shows mm. and where we go yeah. to next. So that's yeah. number 20 on our list. Yeah. And I deliberately have left two till the end because it's, it's like the end of the sound of music when, you know, so long, farewell, I'll fit as an goodbye. Like, we've had, we've had Goldsy with us, with us, and then he's gone, and then he's back, and he's gone. And I will genuinely miss his contribution to our ELT group, but how wonderful that um, the Gladstone State High community get to have him back as their principal. Yeah. Well, I just had this thought that um, Gladstone High 
it could do a little bit like Welcome Back, Connor. It could. Welcome Back, Dotsy. Yeah. For the second or third time? Well, yeah, third, isn't it? Oh, I've lost count. Look, he, he, has, he has been our staunch. <laughs> He's been our staunch. We need someone. Steps up. Shoots back. We need someone step in, and and what a fine, upstanding um, AID he's bringing our team. Yeah, yeah, great. We're missing. Absolutely, yeah. and um, great leader, and yeah, look forward to seeing his leadership at Gladstone High yeah, next year. My so word, my word. We're going to miss him. Yeah, and speaking of missing people, we know we have a number of them, and they are our principals who are retiring at the end of this year, or have retired throughout this year or taking leave pending retirement and you couldn't even count the hundreds of years of experience that we're talking about as principals leave for the last time some of them last week and and some of them the end of this week and and I hope that all of them have the opportunity to reflect on the wonderful careers that they've had and the the contributions they've made to thousands upon thousands of children and students and, and young people. What a, you know, sometimes this job has enormous demands, but the the satisfaction and the joy of seeing a young person be successful far outweighs the the hours and sometimes the restless nights and the and the extra work that goes into it. But, you know, to all of those those retiring principals, congratulations and thank you. Um, we, we couldn't do it without them. Yeah, and they're number 22 on our list for 2022. And for them, 2022 will be a very memorable year as their yeah. last. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking of um, a metaphor there about, you know, packing up the chalk box, but mm, who uses that anymore? Though some of them probably started with yeah. chalk. Yep, absolutely. So maybe it's about packing away the laptop or zipping mm. up a pencil case yeah. for the last time. But mm. you're right, Inge, big impact on a whole generation of kids and... We're not going to name them because we fear mm -hmm. that we will overlook someone or forget someone, yeah. but um, we know them. We've worked with them. They have been remarkable people with amazing careers and we wish them all the very, very best and yeah. a little bit jealous as actually for some of them because um, what they've got planned is pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. Well, Ange, that's our list. 22 memories from 2022 recorded. 22. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a year to remember. That's just sounding like a cricket commentator it, right oh, there, Ange. It Ange. does. <laughs> You're welcome, Trudy. Well, Ange, thanks for coming back and doing this episode with me to wrap up the year. It's been fun. Absolutely. And let's hope this gets through the, um, the scrutiny. And if one or two of the top 22 get into a podcast, that's a joy. We'll see how we go, Ange. If you have suggestions or recommendations for future episodes or you'd like to give us the gift of feedback, you can email us at cqcommunications at qed.qld.gov.au. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe in your favourite podcast app. You will find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. Do you know of an educational leader in central Queensland who may also enjoy listening to the conversations? Help us spread the word by telling them about the podcast or forwarding the email that comes each fortnight with the show notes. Thanks, Ange. Have a great break. Thanks, Trudy.
you for listening to Central Queensland Region's Reading and Learning Podcast. We trust this conversation has given you the information and inspiration to lead so that every student in our region succeeds.